0: Hey guys, welcome back to Divine Healing by D. Today I have on Pechia Kolibova. She's a women's transformation coach, an expert in the area of meditation teaching, fitness, and confidence coaching. So through her journey as a fitness competitor, she helped transform the vitality and minds of countless clients She strengthens and empowers their spirit, bodies, and minds. She's also a devoted self-love advocate who offers practical tips and tools on how to gain and maintain a healthy body, self-confidence, and spiritual well-being. She is the founder and CEO of Unapologetically Abundant, a purpose- and passion-driven company where she empowers other women to remember their own inner strength and confidently create a life that feels amazing on the inside not just looking good on the outside. She pairs feminine flow with strategic planning to give entrepreneurs immense clarity and exact steps to transition from side hustler to CEO. Hope you guys enjoy this episode and here she is.
1: How did your journey start to becoming a coach? How did you get started?
2: I love that question, you know, and if I would believe in accidents and coincidences, I would say that it was one big accident because I definitely did a plan for it, like being a coach or being an entrepreneur. But what I learned along my journey is when I'm looking back and I can see more perspective, you know, like Steve Jobs says, you cannot connect the dots moving forward, only mm-hmm. looking backwards. I realized that I was the one that I needed on my journey. I needed a coach who would hold my hand, who would give me a hope, who would be nurturing and loving versus me being so hard on myself. So I basically became the one that I needed. And now I am just so full of understanding and compassion and empathy for other women who are still going through those insecurities and the darkness.
1: Mm, that's great. So do you think, for example, like every woman should have some kind of like side hustle in a way, on their
2: on their road to becoming like a full-on CEO, as you say? You know, I don't believe that all the women, only the women who are really lit up by that. So the women who come mm-hmm. to me are women who want to be helping others women mm. who know they're here and they're meant for more and they know they have a gift they want to be sharing with others whether it's coaches healers I have single moms who just want to be the best mom ever you know mm. so it's really not about that all oh, women should have side hustle to become mm-hmm. CEO but many women who come to me I see these patterns that they are just working super hard they're feeling unworthy and undeserving and they think that it has to be hard they think it has to be challenge and struggle so I teach them on how to become CEO with the flow and ease versus hard work and hustle and, you know, doing all the things they think they should be doing versus really mm-hmm. reconnecting with who they really are.
1: Mm. So it shouldn't be that hard. It should be easier than we all like think it is, right?
2: Absolutely. I mean, when you look at it, we were conditioned to – work hard and people please and to make sure that everybody around us is okay and then we completely disconnect from who we really are and how it could look like our life I personally I was working super hard and hustling and working really Mm -hmm. hard for over three decades and yes of course I achieved you know money and I was working in a corporate I got my status like in a school, you know, finishing my bachelor's MBA. I checked up all the all the checks, you know, that Mm -hmm. you can do like doing all the right thing and it still didn't feel right. I was physically, mentally and emotionally exhausted. And I was thinking something is wrong with me.
0: Because Mm -hmm.
2: people look at me and on the outside my life looked great. On the outside, you know, I was working in a corporate, I was doing fitness competitions, I was married, and everything on the outside looked amazing. But on the inside, I was dying. On the inside, I was telling myself, there must be something more than this. But I felt ashamed and guilty because when people look at me like, oh, your husband is so handsome. Oh, you have such an amazing job. So everybody on the outside is telling you like, oh, you should be grateful. Like, this is good, right? And on the inside, you just feel this disconnect.
0: So Mm -hmm. it's
2: really going back into the awareness, understanding yourself, what feels right to you, what are your core values. One thing that... A tremendously helped me on my journey was understanding myself, what do I stand for and also a human design. You know, human design mm, is teaching you about <laughs> I absolutely love human design. You know, I discovered it a couple of years ago and I'm obsessed because
1: mm-hmm. it's
2: just I never encounter anything as accurate as human design. And I did listen all the tests. I was the constant you know, I was the mm-hmm. constantly like, why am I here? What is my purpose? I took millions of personality tests. Well, what happens with personality tests when I was trying to discover who I really am and why am I even here? Mm-hmm. With every mood, every day, I would change my answers. It's like, oh, today I'm feeling like this. And I was always trying to outsmart the test. Like, mm, oh, I wonder what, funny. like, the rightest question should be, you know, so I get the best results. So with the human design, you can cheat. It's like, this is the time you were born, this is the place, this is the day, and this is what it is for your life. And now you're on lifelong journey, understanding yourself and going deeper and deeper, so yeah, human design—it's you non-negotiable know, for me, and it's something that I'm using with each and every of my client, anyone I meet. Actually, you know, anyone I meet, I'm like, hey, by the way, did you heard about human design? Would you be open to take a chart? That's so, <laughs> so cool. What's your design? So I'm a generator five one. Oh,
1: okay. Cool. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. I think I, I think I I think I sense that a bit. I could see. What do you think yeah, I did?
2: Uh, <laughs> I didn't shut up the whole morning, so I didn't give you the, the space to talk, like, to feel <laughs> into your energy. So let's be honest here. Petia is here, like, not, not giving you the space, you know? So, yeah. I, I, Maybe I, you, I, you I, need on, to speak to me more.
1: You need to speak to me more to sense it. Like, towards the end, I'll be like, do you know what it is now? Let's see.
2: Mm-hmm. It's You know, it's beautiful because, like, even when I connect with people in person or when I do Zoom video calls, mm-hmm. I can sense it. You know, I never mm. done it just, like, over the phone and, and let me know what you think it is because there are so many factors in it. But when I'm in person with someone or when I see them, I can mm-hmm. somehow feel it, you know? Yeah. So I want to... <laughs> um, are you,
1: like, intuitive or do you sense you're a little psychic? Does that help you being a coach?
2: I feel I feel that that's true. It's something that yeah. if you would ask me five years ago, I would think you're crazy and go pop some more pills, you know, because what you're saying wow. no sense. I wouldn't believe it. Like, I was always, like, kind of spiritual, but I got to mm-hmm. admit that I had, like, this um, – Resistance. I think the, the right uh, word is really resistant, you know, because I was yeah. thinking that when someone is spiritual, it's too woo-woo, and they're not grounded, and they cannot make any changes, and then I experienced it in my business. When I mm-hmm. was building my business, my first business was social media marketing management agency. I had it for a couple of years, and mm-hmm. then I shifted into life and business coaching with women, really mm-hmm. focusing on a mindset and mindset shift. And so when you start your business, I don't know about you, but I would take anyone who would pay my bills, right? Like, oh sure, I can help you, I can help you, I can help you. You see in the beginning that you gotta like help everybody to pay your bills and now I'm so selective that I'm like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't feel like this is the right fit. Let me connect you with someone or I'm not taking clients right now, you know. So I'm in different place, but at the beginning I had and, and and I'm so thankful for it because I had clients who were super spiritual. Like I would mm-hmm. have clients who would message me like, let's say twenty minutes before call, like, "Oh, I woke up this morning and I had to download that I have to take care of myself, so I'm not going to come on a on a call." I'm like, "Oh, download." That's a big word to yes. download. Yeah. Yes. And I am like, okay. And then I'm like, okay. I don't want to do nothing with spiritual people. And I went. The complete opposite. And I started to work wow. with lawyers and doctors and, you know, like entrepreneurs and women who were very much in their masculine and very analytical and they were expecting like spreadsheets and step by step. And I was so exhausted by it because it was like, you have to constantly analytically prove them why you're mm-hmm. doing what they're doing. And some things you just know, some things yeah. you cannot explain. You just intuitively know. And, that's when I went, like, in for B, in, like, the healthy middle. Mm-hmm. I work with women who are at the beginnings of their spirituality, who okay. are discovering, you know, like, their gifts. But also I give them a tangible strategy and I give them step by step because it's beautiful if you're like, okay, this is my gift. I'm now more confident and courageous and you're living in your own bubble. Well, then you're not mm. helping anyone. Maybe those around okay. you, which is beautiful. You know, you can help your family. No. You can help your friends by the way of being, not going and telling them what to do. Been there, done, that doesn't work. <laughs> but I and feel always that. Have... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, no, no,
1: no. I was just wondering, like, do you always have to, like, make sure with your clients that you
2: have a boundary up with the more spiritual clients? you know it's it's who i became and that's who i attract now i don't have to have that you know i don't attract women who are too spiritual and i don't attract women who are looking for strict uh, straightforward business coach who is analytical and who thrives Mm -hmm. on numbers I am in the middle, and now that I know it, I declare it. You can see mm-hmm. it in my captions. You can see it in my podcast, in my show. So now you know who I am and what I stand for, but I didn't have that clarity before. That's why I'm saying the That's self-awareness good. it's so important. Oh, Because yeah. once you have that, then you become a magnet to the people who match that. So, to answer your question, after ten minutes of rampage here <laughs> by myself, yes, That's I fun. do believe now that I'm intuitive and I am highly empathic.
1: Mm. Yeah, I sense that. I can sense it through your voice. Do you um, talk? Do you deal with a lot of women who are in toxic relationships or trying to get out of toxic relationships? What's your experience with? women struggling in a toxic relationship
2: you know that was my journey you know I Mm -hmm. grew up physically and mentally abused by my stepfather so Mm -hmm. I personally felt unlovable unworthy and the things that I have done to be seen and loved are things that you would not your daughter want to do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I feel very compassionate towards my younger self and the woman who I'm attracting, they're still in that place. They're not feeling fully worthy and mm-hmm. fully deserving and when you don't you settle whether it's settle on low paycheck because you think that you're living in a small town and there is no more options because you have to just suck it up or mm-hmm. you are shutting up in your relationship or you're shutting off your light with your family and friends so you're not judged so toxic relationship it's not only lover relationship it can be also toxic relationship with your friends with your family and 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 when I say toxic, it means unhealthy dynamics. When you're not true to who you really are, when you're not really true to, you know, who you're becoming and you're afraid and then you are just hiding it and people are not seeing you and respecting you for who you really are. Seriously.
1: So what would you say... I want to phrase this nicely, just not to offend anybody who's listening, but when women are in toxic relationships with a partner, do you think that tells more about their relationship with their mother or more of a relationship with their father?
2: It would depend on who love they really crave for. You know what I mean? It's it's Mm -hmm. their relationship with their parents will reflect on their relationship with themselves, which will reflect on all other relationships, right? So whose love you were really craving when you were growing up? Did you crave the love of your mother or the father? And who did you have to be and what did you have to do? to feel deserving of that love, right? And then you take it back to yourself and what am I doing still today Mm -hmm. To feel seen, heard, and loved. And then you can look at your relationships, right? So I always, when I work with my clients one on one, I always look at their past. We have to Mm -hmm. start there because women come to me and they're like, oh, I want to attract the love of my life. I want to build a business. I want to make money. I want to travel. All these things. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's great. But you're looking in the future. You cannot bury what's in the past and you cannot be complaining about what's here and right now because they come to me like, oh, my God, I hate my job and I'm not healthy. And so not being happy with who they are and where they are, it's going to just perpetuate what they're creating in the future. So we always have to start in looking into the past, how they were raised, who they were, and looking into that. And then we can see, okay, who am I choosing to be right now? And coming into the self-awareness, now when you have that, you have the clarity about the past, and the past will keep, um, you know, coming up. It's like peeling the layers. So it's not like you will ever finish and be done like past, present, future, Right. But you will be able to move through them more freely. And then when you're fully present into who you really are and who you're becoming, then we can look at the future and start building that. Because if not, you will just create what you have always created and what you always had. So you would say just for
1: women to cultivate like a great self-love practice and work on themselves before they can even think about the future with like, for example, getting out of a toxic relationship, right?
2: Absolutely. Because when you create the relationship with yourself, when you create Mm -hmm. healthy rituals, healthy boundaries, when you create your core values and knowing what you really stand for, you cannot be in toxic relationship because... The way you treat yourself, you teach others how to treat you. So if you're treating yourself with love and respect, you are not going to settle on a partner who is not loving and respectful and supportive. You just can't. It wouldn't matter.
1: And, like, what would you say to the women? Like, let's say I'm a client of yours and I'm in a toxic relationship, but I rely on my partner for basically living for money. How do you help that person out of it?
2: That's an amazing question. Because when we are talking about, like, leaving unhealthy relationship, we are always mm-hmm. leaving in a safe. Way it's yeah. not like screw it and I'm out. And there are situations that you have to do that. If you're in fear for your life or your partner is physically abusive, sometimes mm-hmm. you just gotta you know gather all your courage and just trust that you're guided and supported and. You're never alone. You gotta remember yeah. it. You're never alone. You either have friends or family, or there are organizations for, you know, women who are abused that can help you. And mm-hmm. believe in something bigger than yourself. Whether it's God, Source, Universe, like it always orchestrates for you. You know, all the all the next steps. So, like I said, sometimes you just got to leave, but if it's not, if it's just a relationship that you feel mm-hmm. that you have outgrown, that it's toxic, then you really get to start working on yourself and seeing mm-hmm. what are my options, what are my next best safe steps, right? Can I look yeah. for a job? Can I ask for help? Can I connect with other women? Can I create a mastermind with women? There is So many available resources outside right now. So much that you can create your path. And once you declare, like, I want this or something better, something better will start coming up. You will meet someone, maybe in a grocery store, you know, maybe in a doctor's appointment. You, will, you are just open to it now because if you're in the toxic relationship and you keep declaring to yourself, I have to stay here because my partner my husband is taking care of the, all the bills and the kids and mm-hmm. I have nowhere place to go, you're affirming it. What would be possible if you would be free? What would you do if you're free, if you would have money? Like just starting to rewrite it in the narrative, the story that you keep telling yourself, just so you can open up to possibilities. Very true. What are your best
1: abundance tips? Like what do you do? Do you do any like rituals or
2: like any practices, any meditation? Mm. That's a beautiful question, you know. It's a beautiful (laughs) question. And for me, I feel like the practices change because I have so many practices and rituals that I have learned over the decades, right? Mm -hmm. But my non negotiable it's always my morning routine. My mornings Mm -hmm. are sacred and they're always for me because I feel that the way we treat ourselves in the morning, we are telling everyone around us, we're telling the universe Mm -hmm. this is how I want to be treated. So all right you know i rise up in the morning and i stretch and i do some breathing exercises i do meditation or hypnosis i journal i take a shower or i go work out like every morning it will be different because i always check in with myself what mm. would feel really good today you know and we talk about the human design so i'm a generator yeah. and i'm meant to do things that light me up So I check in with myself in the morning, what would really light me up, what would make me feel really good, what is the right thing to do today, because, listen, sometimes the the things that are, you know, uh, right for us don't feel good. Like, I don't like working out, I don't like brushing my teeth, but I will do it because that's the right thing for me to do, right? So sometimes we just got to check in with ourselves. And even if it doesn't feel good, but it feels like the right thing and focusing on how it will feel like when we are done, it's amazing. We are moving with my husband unexpectedly in three weeks. So packing really doesn't feel good. It's Mm -hmm. unexpected. It's very emotional because I'm finding letters and, you know, Um, carts like from my grandma who was super close Mm. to me and she recently passed and it's just like, oh my gosh, like packing itself, it's physically heavy. But when it's also emotionally heavy, it's just like, oh, I really don't want to do this. I really don't want to be adulting. But it's the right thing to do. So I change the environment. So I change how I feel about it. You know, put some music, Mm -hmm. put some candles, put some incenses, And it changes how I feel. And when I change how I feel, the things around me start changing. So for me, the abundance, it's just like every single one of us, we got to ask ourselves what does abundance really mean to me? It can be different for you than for me. For me, it's the freedom of time. It's the expansiveness that I can choose to work, but I don't have to work. I don't need to mm-hmm. work, you know, that I do things yeah. that really feel good to me. Um, and that's really the abundance, like abundance of hugs and cuddles and laughters yeah. with my husband and I just love it. Abundance and flowers and everything is blooming right now in Vegas, you know. So I look around and I see abundance of time and abundance of space and abundance of health. Even if things maybe are not quote unquote perfect, there is Mm -hmm. so much abundance around us. So for me, abundance rituals, it's, it's just noticing it. And then if I want to focus, like, on a specific abundance, maybe in the Mm -hmm. relationship, maybe in the health of my body, maybe money, I will tap into that specific ritual.
1: Mm, I love that. Have you ever had a um, client that you were surprised that you helped them? Like, when you met them, you're like, I don't know if I'm cut out for this, but then you were able to help them?
2: That is an amazing question. I don't know if I ever (sighs) got that question. That's really good. Oh, thank you. Tap into that. No, it's really good. Um, You know, I feel that, you know, like I feel that at the beginning of my journey, you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm like, can I really do this? Who am I to tell these women what to do? I don't have my hands all together, right? Absolutely. And um, it's beautiful because I have, I'm sitting in my office right now and I have like a vision board with, you know, my clients. Mm -hmm. And I put their photos there. So I'm looking at their pictures and I feel like, you know, I had a one client who was in, um, she used to work for Coca-Cola. So she, like her income was like quarter million uh, a year, you know, and she wanted to leave and she wanted to work for herself. I'm like, dang, how are we going to replace salary like that? So she's feeling, you know, like successful and, and fulfilled and it took us nine months, but she left her corporate job, created her coaching business,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: she moved to Nicaragua, where she's now building a retreat center. Uh-huh. So, at the beginning of our journey, when she came to me, she was like, oh, I think I want to be like a wellness coach. And then she's mm-hmm. like, I want to be a confidence coach. I was like, okay. And it yeah. kept like changing. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't feel right, but it, you have to let people go through their own journey Mm -hmm. i'm not here to tell them you have to do abc and then you will be happy no i'm here to guide them to support them to nurture them and then they're discovering their own journey for her it took nine months for becca but then i have a client valerie she was also in a sales position and she was like i don't like this environment i don't want to be here she was in toxic work environment and toxic relationship so we were working together three months and then she came to my one of my live events here in Vegas <laughs> after the weekend, it was a weekend event, she gave two weeks notice and I freaked out. I was like, Oh my gosh, and now what? what are you right? Doing? You know? Yeah. Yes. Because sometimes like if there is a space and time, I prepare my clients like, okay, like let's build your side hustle let's Mm -hmm. build the income and then you can leave. And she was like, I can't do this anymore. And she gave two weeks notice and I'm super thankful that she did because we were able to shift her mindset about how she's feeling about herself, how amazing she can be with her clients. And now she has an online dating coaching um, business, six figures in a first year. Oh my God. That's
1: amazing.
2: Yeah. So it's, 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 it's beautiful, you know, like each of my clients are different. I was working with one girl who was an architect. She was still going to the school. She was mm-hmm. working in an office and her dream was like traveling the world and living in California and mm-hmm. this like nomadic lifestyle. But she was from a small city in Kansas and it's like unheard of, right? Like she still lived with her parents. She was young, mm-hmm. She was you know, 20 and some change. And she she was, like, following the path of the shit, But after mm-hmm. working us together, she created morning rituals. She created more confidence. She started to take care of herself, her body, started to notice the patterns. Like, what is she repeating after her parents and noticing that, right. oh, I really don't want to live like my parents. And now she's living mm-hmm. in Barcelona after she traveled to Europe and lived in San Diego. So it's amazing.
1: That is amazing. Have you ever, Um, I was wondering, have you ever used energy healing or done it or have had clients who have experienced it and talked to you about it? What's your, what's your relationship with it?
2: I love it and mm. I'm using it and I'm doing it. So I, you know, I'm certified in Qigong, which is like mm. the grandmother or grandfather of everything, you know, of Reiki oh, yeah. and things like that. I'm getting certified in Reiki 1 and 2 in the next couple of weeks before I'm leaving, you know, United States, before we move to to Mexico. But the thing is that even before I got certified, Mm -hmm. I started to use my energy because I started to trust myself. And it was a big step for me. I just ask, you know. I I host retreats for women, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, We hosted in Bali. I hosted weekends here in Las Vegas. We are hosting on 11.11 in Chulum, where we will be living. And on the last retreat when we did in um, February, like the week long, I just ask permission. I'm like, hey, would you be open for me to do some energy work? And when I witnessed mm-hmm. the shift and energy shift in my clients, and mind you, I was just doing it intuitively. I had no certification, no nothing. But Great. it was so beautiful. And one of my clients who was there, she's a Reiki master. And after I did some energy, you know, a healing on her, she looked at me and she was like, wow. I didn't know. Why didn't you tell me that you're Reiki Master? I was like, well, here you go you see so it's it's just really trusting your intuition and knowing that we're all energy so it's like reconnecting with it and there are different modalities I'm you know I am certified in Qigong and breath work and I do I'm certified in neurolinguistical programming I do hypnosis I do meditations there are many different tools that I'm using and I intuitively know what my clients need to rise up to really mm-hmm. be aligned that's you know in, in human design that's my purpose my purpose is alignment so I am here to align women with their purpose through nurturing and sensitivity so now that I know this and I look back in my life I'm like wow this really makes sense yeah right
1: but is there anything Mm -hmm. else that you any other healing modality you'd like to learn eventually that but right now you're kind of like, I don't have time for it, or I'm not that open to it? Is there anything else that's like calling
2: you lately that you see other people do that you're like, hmm,
1: could this be for me?
2: It's interesting, because I know right away, if it's for me or not, I really trust Mm -hmm. my intuition, you know, my sacral is just like, I know, it's either heck yes, or heck no. And sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just right now, right? So for example, for me, the past few months, I was playing with like, I knew that I, I get to up-level myself and my business. I just had this inner feeling. And mm-hmm. what came up for me, it's like I want to have, like, a physical modality, you know, something. Okay. Because I'm doing a lot of things, like, spiritually, energetically, yeah. and I do work, like, with the mindset. I'm mm-hmm. mastering that over the past five years. However, I'm like, I want to do something more physical. And I used to be a fitness mm-hmm. instructor, so I knew it's not about fitness and moving your body in this way. Right. But I realized, and I was really to into breath work. And I'm like, oh, mm. I'm curious. And then my husband, he came a couple of months ago, and he was like, oh, my my massage therapist, he recommended this guy who is doing breath work like on Zoom. Would you be open to do it? I was like, I don't know. See? Exactly what like you were saying. I don't know if I have time for that. It's two hours. What is it? Mm-hmm. This is weird. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. And I was hooked after the first one that I did it so i did few sessions like these zoom calls you know and then on one of the Zoom calls, I think it was like a month and a half ago, a month ago, when he was like, oh, yeah, and I'm also doing a teacher certification. So I was like, oh, my God, now I have to do this. I just knew I have to do this. And it was inconvenient because I was like, oh, I didn't, you know, like, thought about traveling or getting certified. And it required also 30 days boot camp, meaning every single day oh, wow. doing for 30 days, breath work, no matter what. And I was getting ready to get married. Okay, oh, so okay. there were Busy. just so many big things, plus my grandma just passed, so I was still going through my grief and healing, so I was like, oh, do I really want to commit to this? But inside, I knew that mm-hmm. i it's no coincidence, you know, you declare no, something and it comes to you. So I became certified breathwork teacher, you know, like I went to Utah, I got certified, did the 30 days, you know, of the bootcamp, even on mm-hmm. my wedding day, even on my, you know, mini honeymoon we did here with my husband. I was, Morning, breathwork, I got to do it. Wow. <laughs> so nice when point. I'm called into something, I just go into that. Like, uh, like I said, I've been using the energy healing. However, I have a one beautiful instructor, teacher of kundalini and reiki who i invite into my retreat here locally Mm -hmm. in las vegas to teach classes and i'm like um are you still offering the reiki certifications so i signed up i just like i wanted to you know i wanted to see if there is more that i can discover more and better so i can be serving so um
1: I just oh. follow
2: that intuition, you know. I follow those breadcrumbs. It's not like, I don't know if it's for me or not. I know. I know if it lights me up. I know if I'm curious. I know if I cannot stop thinking about it. I just go for it, and then I will figure it out, whether it's if it's bigger time investment, money investment. Always mm-hmm. figure it out, and yep. you're guided always. into what's for you.
1: That's very true. I love this conversation. I love speaking to you. Can you tell everybody where to find you,
2: reach you, plug yourself? Go ahead. Absolutely. So my favorite place really it's on Instagram. That's where I do all my daily stories and things. So Instagram is under my name, Petya Kolibova. And on my website, there are all upcoming events and everything, Petiakolibova.com. So those are really my favorite places. And for only ladies, I have also a free Facebook group called Unapologetically Abundant Woman, where I invite teachers and speakers and I do my trainings too, all for free for women to really help them tap into to their abundance and alignment love love love
1: thank you so much Katya. we'll be in touch thank you and good luck with
2: everything thank you so much have an amazing day bye take care you too <laughs>